Driving while awesome podcast radio hour. <laughs> oh God. Yo. Do you guys know what a fluffer is? GTO. Mellow grinds. Oh, I got a PT Cruiser. It's a convertible. It's really cool. All oh, the smells of crayons for you. <laughs> hey, YOLO. You only have one life. Do you have coilovers? No. Hi. Beat it. Yeah, I'd say that's a pretty good podcast right there. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. I threw it up. <laughs> This guy, this guy must have been smoking meth because I taste it. <laughs> oh, meth jaw. All right. That's enough of that. Welcome to Driving While Awesome. My name is Warren. My name is Brian. I'm uh, Mark. I'm Lane. And this is a Sunday edition. Yes. Where let's we start, talk about cars. Let's start from the beginning. After last week's podcast, episode one, of time. Art and I drove a Lotus Elise into the woods. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I drove it. And uh, there were no brights on this car. Oh, really? Why not? Lucas Electrics. They no, were there. Um, you just had to hold the... Uh, the switch was broken. <laughs> of course. The stock. So I had to hold the stock to get brights. Uh-huh. It was dark back there that yeah. night. It was dark in them woods. Um, Lotus Elise, man. Pretty fun. Pretty fun car. Uh-huh. Buzzy. Do you guys have the top on or off? On. Oh, that sucks. Very buzzy. Um, VVTI is real. Mm-hmm. And uh, very stiff seats. It kicks in hard, huh? Pretty hard. And, yeah, the seats are, like, basically pieces of plastic. There's no padding So I'm the only one who hasn't driven one. Oh, Brian. Oh, yeah, and you're the lover of like the most. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, who should buy one, yeah. I don't think that's the right call. You I know it's so. not the right call. I think it's the right call. Even if money was uh, You don't think enough. it's the right call. You think it is a call, but you right don't call. think it's better than all comers. I think you're, you would absolutely love it. Uh, Wait, would you say better than all comers? Yeah. All comers. Like, uh, yeah. Explain. C-U-M. <laughs> <laughs> that's definitely not it. <laughs> you know, like anybody who's there to compete, like, you know, they beat so all the field, comers. The field yeah. Yeah, versus all, the yeah, least. All the, yeah, all the... Someone back me up. That's all insane. the things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Art's all comers. I feel you. What was the you word we were right? just? You just backed me up on. I want to be disenchanted. No, disincluded. 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 Disclude. Because you're included, and then you disclude them. Disclude. Yeah. Unincluded. I don't know. So I think it's the right call in many ways. Though my main concern, believe it or not, is that I feel like your license would be in jeopardy because it the car begs to be driven fast, and that's when you are going to have the most amount of fun but yeah. i think it stands out like a sore thumb it does in a sports car way mm. oh you definitely feel like you're the center of attention when you drive that thing. yeah it's a fucking little exotic thing mm-hmm. yeah and you're always wanting to rev it out yeah it doesn't do well with, unless you are right yeah it's fine yeah, it'll chug along fine it has like it's light and it, yeah but it's like uh, we're talking about with lane it's like from like half throttle to full throttle under vtech like same it's, it's the same it doesn't really do anything yeah, but, but yeah. it's enough to move you around and yeah. move with traffic right with flow traffic but, but great steering uh good brakes crazy direct steering yeah. okay hold on now i picture it being the best steering in the world is that it's, accurate? It's, I mean, it's go kart. It's, yeah, like, it's like super tight. It's, it feels like super a tight, like exactly like that, like and super the, linear and tight and communicative. It also helps that the steering wheel is like twelve inches, tiny little thing. Yeah, and there's no weight across the front, so it's like every every single little thing is coming. And it's through. manual steering, which is like in that thing you don't even want for power steering at all. No, no. Yeah, yeah. So would there be any car that would be better? It feels like it. I mean, maybe maybe it sounds like you guys are asking for a little I don't bit know. Of power boost or something. No, it's great. Actually, it really feels like kind of like a if dude. So it's all the cliches, right? It feels like a go kart. No, I just mean like, it, are there any other cars that would have better? Uh, I, I don't know. Like what as far as like feel and stuff, I don't know yeah. if it had the most. So. S2000 is pretty maybe, good. Maybe without weight up front, that's a Brian you kind of lose a little bit. That's a Brian car. S2000 is a Brian car. Yeah, Brian likes them too. He's borrowed, Dude, borrowed reliable, that one. Yeah. Yeah. affordable. But he was never like enamored by it. He didn't seem like Oh, I'm not a long hood guy. Oh, see, he hates mm. a long I'm not, hood. I'm not yeah, like a sit low, it's a high long sill, hood. Long it's high hood. sill. Like I'm, I want to sit up on top of the car. Oh, yeah. 
So hmm. yeah, festiva. he likes that guy. He's a festiva. Yeah, he's a festiva guy. He's a front wheel drive. Well, you're. I am one of the festiva guys. You're not gonna yeah. get that in the Elise. You definitely drop into it, and you're like almost, short hood, you're practically on the ground. But yeah. yeah, you do get the good visibility right out, yeah. right out the front. Right? Uh-huh. Launches on either side. Um, I don't know. In terms of your question, though, I think maybe like maybe a Lotus Seven or something. You got to go more stripped Jesus. down. More long hood. No, I'm talking long about hood. feel. No, the you were steering feel. Oh yeah, is yeah. it the best steering in the mm. world? I don't know. I mean, maybe a maybe a Ferrari with a longer wheelbase and a little more meat around, but still like nothing lacking front, right? some of it. Maybe it lacks a little feel or something. I don't know. It, it was it was okay. really good. I'll say feel. this. I'll say this. A go kart is not necessarily the best in the world because you don't you don't have any of that give, right? Yeah. Yeah. But so it, if you're it, saying it's very it, go kart like, then I could see that maybe it's not the best steering feel in the world well, because there's just not enough to play with. Or something I think like once that. you master a go kart, it is the best because it offers the most feedback. Yeah. Constant it's like the feedback. most. The most direct, yeah, and yeah. this is very direct and short ratio. So a, a go kart could win. Yeah, best, but you have to best be in steering shape in the world. Go kart. You have to be in shape to handle that thing because there's no suspension. There's no. But the at least kind of feels like that too. The steering wheel is almost too small. I know, and the steering's almost too direct but like i think once sharp. you once you get used but to once it, you get used to it yeah. into a lease shape or yeah. card shape i think that's it i can feel you well how about if we step it back a notch and go uh like uh you know 911 like yeah. 996 yeah. or 993 or plenty of people say that that's the like best maybe may, you know what what's better 911 or lotus elise i don't know i mean it would <sighs> I would say Lotus the least. Like if you're talking about pure feel, like it's just it's yeah. so pure. It's exactly what it is. It's like I don't know. I just don't know how to describe it. Like it's just it feels like it's literally collect connected to the wheels. Like it, yeah, it's pretty awesome. Like, I mean, I don't know. Uh, yeah, the of course, steering is literally good. connected to the wheels. <laughs> I just, but I mean, no dampers, no guibos, yeah. no rubber. Like but I it feels did like, kind of feel like I wanted a bigger wheel. Well, that's fine. But that's just more like because I just don't the, think you're used to but it. The, but it's also the fact that you're like whole. So, you know, if my shoulders are so wide you are not and then elite. I'm having to you put my hands elite. like this and turn yeah. the wheel, like, it's not as comfortable as being like well, yeah. out well, and further the, and yeah, having I mean, more leverage too. Just yeah, like we like help. to play with the throttle a little bit. I think yeah. the steering is important there too. Like, for example, if you stare at a, uh, a, a, uh, an F1 car, like, you know, for the most part, wheel, they're, yeah. they're not. They're, so they're, that's a good point. The ratio is crazy, so you, you want, don't have to move much. You want to be able to saw a little at it. Yeah, it gives so you a little you more engagement. Yeah. You need full on uh, a really good power steering system. You probably want, I think you're maybe more in the 944 realm or 914 or something, right? 914 maybe? Because it's not as quick. Maybe a bigger steering wheel. Yeah, maybe 944 too. Yeah. 944 is more like like the 997 we drove tonight kind of thing feel. Yeah. S2000. Yeah, you do want a little more. Like it doesn't have any give. It is so direct and good that almost maybe you almost want for I a think, little bit of that being able to move the wheel. But around. I think that only comes from us being pussies. Yeah, I think so. If you were really getting in that thing, and you want a rail. Yeah, yeah. that's what you want. Yeah, yeah. but we're used. You kind of want a for little sure. bit of give. So like maybe it, it is be, the best steering. I think it is in the world. The best steering in the world that, that we that I've you heard driven. it. I don't you know, heard I it here first. I haven't driven. Yeah, there's a lot it, of shit out there. It would be really interesting to get it into a scenario like maybe on a track day or maybe on a go kart track. It's something smaller where you could actually be tossing it out and correcting and oh, seeing so how fun and how, I bet how you'd, you'd manageable get so that would used be. To it, you get yeah. used to the wheel. Yeah, that car is half a day on a go kart track. So Warren, would you? What was your what was your other what well, I mean, your other takeaways? Um, it was more compliant ride wise than I was expecting. Uh-huh. It wasn't as harsh. Um, really buzzy and loud car. I didn't think it'd be as loud as it is with the with the Toyota engine. I just thought it would be, I don't know, more tame, mm-hmm. but very loud. Um, but yeah, we had fun. I mean, we basically just did one of our back roads up and back, and it was super dark. And I didn't want to push it. It's not my car, you know, yeah. and um, didn't have brights for a lot of it. So, <laughs> but, uh, no, I, I loved it. Seats comfortable. Seats were not comfortable. So, um, our friend Bradley Brownell is, he has a set of those. He's putting in his boxster says he loves them. What? And I'm like, yeah, I don't <laughs> think you do, dude. I mean, I don't know where he's <laughs> going. You from. love those. They were hard as a rock. And, um, 
I'm not the biggest guy in the world, but I, I, it's a tight car. And getting out of it with the top on. Was, so hard. Well, you didn't get out of it with yes, the top I on. Yes, I did. With the top on? I moved the car. Uh, so, oh. oh, I didn't talk about this as a podcast. So Art left me the keys the next day. Oh. He went to the boardwalk with his family. Oh, yeah. And he left me the keys and he had parked across the street. And a spot opened up in front of my house. So I went to move the car. The top was on. I go to get in. Tell no work. you did it. No worky, <laughs> yeah. because you sit on the sill. I was going to sit on the sill and <laughs> nope. go in. No, my head, it literally is, in. it's at my neck, yeah. the, the roof. No. So I'm like, okay, what do, how do I do this? So I managed to slither myself in. And then to get out, I was like a total mess. Like, yep. I was like almost like flew out, kind of like Kramered out, like just like, you know, like <laughs> all of a sudden out. just kind of exploded out. And and then I and I moved the car and, and I noticed when I moved it, I literally just drove it, you know, three houses away did a u-turn or a three-point turn yep. parked in front of my house and i noticed like it needed gas so i was like because i was thinking about taking it out later on a little drive mm-hmm. i'm like ah, i need gas and then I'm, i was thinking i was in the house and i'm like i'm thinking i'm gonna take it out i i even got as far as getting the keys walking outside i'm like fuck i have to go to a gas station <laughs> so i have to out. get in i have to get out at the gas station <laughs> like fly out and then i have to put gas in it and, and i even in? went and tested the gas i'm like where's the gas cap yeah. you know how you do it yeah. i'm like okay i can do that part and then i'm like then i have to get back in and back out when i get home yeah. like fuck it it's just yeah. sitting here i'll put the keys on the shelf dude exactly <laughs> so that the- so that Top, that's that's real. like livability shit right that's there. Yeah. I didn't even want to, like I wanted to, but I did not even drive that car. And I had it in front of my house all day. There you and go. I had an opportunity yeah. to drive it on killer roads. Yeah. And So you know. when we got out after our little drive, um, Art walked around and was like, whoa. Because I was basically <laughs> like, my knee was on my chin. Yeah. And I felt like Chris Farley getting out of the bath, the bathroom on the airplane yeah, with like, yeah. just toilet yeah, paper exactly. explodes, you know? Um, yeah. So that was my uh, Elise experience. Mm-hmm. But I, I think as a toy, yeah. like we were talking about last week, is this toy. It's not a Total car, toy. really. It's like a, it's almost like a separate thing. You it's know, not those... a, I, that's what I kept thinking. I'm like, this is, this can hardly be considered a car. <laughs> right. It's not a car. And it's definitely a car, but. But it's hardly a car. I know. It's extreme. It's just that extreme. You're yeah. going to that extreme side yeah. of things. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, think how much more usable a 914.6 is. Oh my Has God. Door, yeah. Like a real door. Dude, they're can, so like, comfortable. It's so out. easy to get in and out. Know. And that's extreme for most people. Yeah. Like, oh my God, this is insane. You're on the ground. Yeah. And... Is that almost the same price too? Yeah. By the way, six? No, six. No, well, a fake, a, a fake, a fake one. one. A fake one, yeah. Yeah, but same. Yeah. Fake one, yeah. Yeah, 30, 40 grand, right? Yep. So, anyways, I thought I'd start there. At least yeah. life. Um, yeah. And then uh, where but do we go from here? <laughs> it, it's a fun car to drive. Absolutely. I mean, I would welcome the chance to drive one on a rally or a half day rally. Um, some of the back roads, I think smoother the better. I just think that's what they. That's how you get a car that light, yes. basically, and that that like yeah. that light and that that yeah. focused yeah, and that's why we have these compromised cars. Totally, or easy because to the minute you go to like, and... well, I need more padding on that seat, yep. and then the you know, steering wheel want a little bigger and, and more padding and... means you need a bigger cabin because now you're closer to the steering wheel. And for those of us have never sat in one, the seats literally touch each other on the side side to side. Yeah. So there's no more room. You can't get a bigger, nicer seat, yeah, right? And they're literally about half an inch thick, like uh, fiberglass. Like yeah. that's all they are. Yeah. And with, with a little bit of padding and, and some Alcantara over it. Right. In, in this case, yeah. Yeah. It's as bare bones as it gets. Yeah. yeah it felt like kit car-ish, really. Mm-hmm. But in all the ways you'd expect. And it's so direct and fun. Yeah. So I really, really like them. Yeah. Yeah. They're experience. I mean, that'd be a great fifth, sixth car or something like that. I'd say even second. Right. No way. <laughs> so what's an exige like? Dude, talk Even about more extreme. Well, like getting in and out. Those have the hard top with yeah. the clamshell. Oh, yeah. And, Dude, and how about looking behind you? You can't you know, see no, shit. Nothing. Yeah. yeah. Gnarly. Uh, it makes me want to drive um, an Evora because I've never is, driven one. And right. those guys. And they're Shark supposed Works, to be really comfortable on the ride. It's the, supposed to be beautiful. The suspension is the best ride. Better than a Cayman. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. For sure. I hear, Well, I'm hearing McLaren status, which is like as uh, good as it gets. Yeah, so they like, talk about. So, yeah. yeah. Anyways. Oh, that could be best steering in the world, actually. McLaren F1. Hmm. 
Hmm. I mean, you, you're in the center. There's got like to be some try. benefit to yeah. that, right? I'd, I'd like to try it. Review, you know, up on the hills here? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Lane will just let it sit out in the mm-hmm. in the front yard all day. Don't want to climb across that. So. <laughs> exactly. Uh, real quick, today I drove uh, Art's 500 SEC just around the block, basically, and made eye contact with his mentor. Oh. But I can't really say I made eye contact because he's wearing some like uh, <laughs> welding goggle <laughs> nice. uh, Morpheus. Hell yeah. Uh, Were they sunglasses. red tinted? Dude? I, don't uh. I couldn't look long enough. Too long. <laughs> Was he staring at you? A bit. Oh, Wait, how did that work out? So we had seen that guy in his E30 M3 at Cars and Coffee. Did we talk to him and he said he was Art's mentor? I yeah, think that was like that. Art's or no, I think. No, he said I, he. I think so. When I went and bought parts from him. That's right. The, the guy on the couch. The guy on the couch. This was before Art was a regular yep. on the podcast. And he had, I kind of mentioned Art in a roundabout way. Like, oh, my friend, I think bought parts from you. Yeah, and, yeah. Oh yeah, I'm his I mentor. I was his mentor, yeah. Yeah, my mentor. <laughs> I'm not sure when that happened or how that happened, but uh, love it. It's amazing. It's amazing. I was thinking that he picked up on the art vibe from the car. I was like, whoa. I, I feel familiar. like there's a few of those out there. Illegitimate art mentors. Yeah. <laughs> and then how many and then how many uh people is art mentoring? I know, apparently. <laughs> Who yeah, knows? The teachers become the students and <laughs> yeah. the Yeah, we've got a full circle now. Uh that's awesome. I mean in for the people out there, he's he's an interesting character, and he's someone that you usually don't necessarily want to engage with. So, like, other, unless you uh, want to throw away a couple hours every day, and I uh, imagine that it. Art saying this, <laughs> right? Because right? I taught him how to talk. Yeah, to oh, be that verbose. That, that, it I, does make I'm sense. Verbose. Remembering now, good, verbose. good knowledge, Lane. Bueno. Good knowledge. <laughs> That's good, good vocabulary. That's good art knowledge. Uh, so. I wanted to kind of re- grab that uh, Elise story and segue it into uh, Anytime Cars and Coffee. Anytime you say segue, it ruins Yeah, it. exactly. Yeah, it. I have a great segue. So anyway, segue this. Segue. Uh, okay, go for it. Seagate. Uh, so when uh, Berkeley Cars and Coffee. Yeah. And uh, I show up. I'm the only one there. Did you go, Elise. Elaine? Nope. Okay. Showed up at 730 and I'm the only one there. I'm like, what the fuck? Did I get the date wrong? You know, like, I mean, we're old guys, right? We're there. at We try to get there early and everyone's yeah. already there by seven. So, uh, the first guy to show up after me was uh, Alex Jordan, the guy who puts on the event. And so that makes sense. He rolls up in his in his GTV that's like now finally dialed. It's got like a fully built two liter high compression pistons, big carbs, uh, like race cam and like really. He nice. always had that motor though. The motor was always built. I think he like he wasn't he tuning it or something. I thought he'd been tinkering on it because mm-hmm. he told me like it's it's like really dialed. Like you should take it out right now. Like it's literally like I, I was getting out of the Elise and he walked up he's like take it out as far as I know his motor was always really strong and built but he had like some rust issues and stuff he was addressing so the transmission he did say he just rebuilt or okay. something. so um, so maybe it was that and uh, so I, I, I'm like alright sure hey, I'll take it out for spin so I, I went from the Elise right like ultra sharp as we described like this super connected little thing to a hopped up little GTV and it's got a full autocross like alignment, so the front camber is really aggressive and all this other stuff. Do you know what kind so of suspension it runs? It's really stiff. Whatever okay. he's rocking, it's like full, fully custom like autocross race suspension. Got it. And so I drive it on the road, and that area doesn't have good roads. It's mostly ninety degree turns, you know, kind of like a industrial park area. And so you know, go over some railroad tracks. I'm like, holy shit! You know, <laughs> it's like spherical slam, Crushing. slam, slam. Wow, like, coming from an Elise, and that's yeah, what you're it's saying. like pretty, pretty gnarly. And he warned me, but you know, I I got on it, and like luckily it was up to temporal nice the motor fucking rips dude i mean like uh. i i wasn't really paying attention to the tack because i didn't think yeah, it worked blow it. No, i was no. going by sound you know and so <laughs> it hit seven ish something like that and uh the good news is that he said that it has a um a rev limiter on there uh, okay. so like you would hit the, the rev limiter before yeah. you do that um but i mean it, it it really rips it's got a race cam so it's lumpy at idle and then like you know it, it wants to be way up top and it sounds epic you know those little dual overhead cam alpha motors sound awesome big carbs and the transmission is so nice, dude. It's like—is this the first one you've driven? I've never driven a GTV, so I, I went into like a full race car essentially. Either. And the transmission is like really snick snick, but like he did warn me that it's you know old car synchros, so like you have to be like first neutral second you know mm-hmm. as even as you have the revs up high. And so sure enough, I stayed on top of that. One time I downshifted and like i thought i had the revs matched right uh, and even then like i hit heard a little crunch in a second and like that's just the way those things you know the old old transmissions and but uh it's definitely 
it's very different than a 2002 like the 2002 feels more i mean it's hard to compare because this is a race car but i've driven you know my car was pretty hopped up but it was still plush and i've driven some that are even more than that uh and this thing feels definitely like um like more nimble on and and way more uh, aggressive on turn in but the reason i mentioned the elise like is that the steering we've been going nerding out about the steering and how quick that ratio is right uh and this thing like i went in, uh, into my first turn and i'm like what the fuck is happening i went like half like almost and there was nothing nothing it's just like it's really quick on center it's good but it's just a really slow old steering rack huh. so like you're like hand over hand like turning into a turn compared to an elise where you're just huh. like you know like a few degrees and you're turning in and so it was just kind of funny like jumping out of that car i'm like hauling ass down the straight and like you know i'm downshift i'm like in a turn and then like i get nothing and i'm like holy fuck you're like Dude. way turning over um but yeah super cool cool little cars um definitely a different vibe than a 2002 it, it feels the transmission feels more exotic uh it, the the 2002 transmissions um, old bmws you know they they're not as precise and nice uh and this thing's very snick snick like super gated feeling and mm. uh the motors definitely um got way more character you know the the m10 is kind of agricultural sounding by by mm -hmm. comparison yeah. you know it's got a single overhead cam motor it's a little more basic yeah that's a way fancier engine yeah and so it's it's definitely got a lot more character i think as a car um and the brakes are really nice and oh. everything it, it drives really well um, that's cool I, I would love to drive it up on our roads here because yeah. they're smooth mountain roads for the most part and or i mean if, I would you think it's to, like, too stiff it's too stiff uh for for them for most of them yeah, yeah, like, yeah. i'd say like yeah, like for half of the roads in this area, they're too like it's like some of the nine stuff is. And he good. did the rally in that with that he suspension did. setup. I don't that. know if it was that one, but because uh. he's been autocrossing it, so it's possible that that's the setup he has now. Oh. But it's 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 pretty pretty aggressive. Cool, that's um, right. He let you drive it. Yeah, but it was yeah super super great running car and um, really fun and surprisingly less fumey than my two thousand two. So oh, I think here we go. There was here something going go. on with my O two man. Something weird. Well, we know that. Yeah. So yeah. So that was that was cool of him to toss me the keys and. Oh, were you scared so of that before you drove it? No, he. I just he mentioned it after I got back because oh. he was saying that he was with an instructor uh he went somewhere i don't know if it was autocross or a track day and uh uh he had an instructor drive with him or something to learn this one course and the instructor was actually getting really sick and he had to stop because he was getting sick of the fumes or from the fumes and i'm like shit i didn't even notice him in this car like relative hmm. to what i was dealing with you know uh, damn dude yeah but berkeley cars and coffee super um what's, Brian? what's the weight comparison between that and the 2002 i'd say very similar yeah, yeah they're both probably right around like, for whatever reason i think the GTV looks heavier. I don't know why. It's I smaller always, car. I figure it's lighter. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah I think it's, I think it's probably lighter. Yeah, the 2002 is It's so, a way smaller like, interior. Well, I know that. One thing yeah. is the 2002 has that thunk when you close the door, and I feel like it's just a, kind of like a solid chunk of metal, and then the GTV, I figure... <sighs> feel like lighter more, weight yeah lighter weight more tiny. I, I don't know. I, I, I've never really jumped in one of those, so I, I don't like really know. Yeah, very similar. Uh, one thing that I'll note is that that GT Junior rolled up, which is fucking gorgeous. The one that I posted, yeah. such a yeah. beautiful car, and, single headlight, and that thing was hopped up. <laughs> like I had a very. I don't know the difference it. between any of these. It's really like, hard to tell. I, I like the GTV Juniors, and that's a step nose one right. that you took a picture of. And then the GTV, like, what's the difference? They're the exact same size car, right? That's what I was. It's the motors. Mention. So yeah, displacement is different. So a Junior has a smaller displacement. Yeah, originally no, the Junior's gotcha. bigger. Yeah, <laughs> just uh, to fuck with but, you. And yeah, single headlights and all that, but um, smaller taillights, all these little details. But I actually, I, I don't know. I was talking to Richard Chen, our friend Richard Chen, yeah. and, and so he's like, he's like, are are the juniors smaller? And I'm like, yeah, I'm pretty sure they are. And like, he's like, wait, but let's go look at them, you know? And like, so we're looking two of them there, right next to each other, literally. And so eyeballing it, it's really hard to tell. Like the junior looks smaller, but it's really hard to, it's not really discernible from any angle. So weird. It's just like, you look at them and there's something going on. So I went and looked at the specs, dude, and they're off. Like they're, they're like millimeters smaller. And they're like, built at the same time. Uh, no. So uh, the, 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 the GTV junior is an earlier car. Okay. So I think not, that's it. It's just probably the smaller bumpers make it that much smaller. It's mm. the front, front to back. It's like 12 millimeters smaller and it's like five millimeters narrower. Probably crazy. But <laughs> the step nose kind of looks like it's broken. A little I bit. love it. I think it's it looks so awesome. weird. I love it. Why is it like that? Because the hood opens the other way. So like, so it, they had to do that to the clearance it. No, but I mean, it just it doesn't. To me, it doesn't feel broken because it's not going to fly open, right? Like it's because it's going to open the other direction, so it's fine. No, but it still looks like it's like popped in. I, I like it. I just it's like sitting on there. It's like so 
I don't, so I don't, weird. I don't like it more than a non. I think it's very nose. odd. It's very. It's a very like crude. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just a crude way of like crude of design. Yeah. What else was a standout at uh, Berkeley? Yeah, so Brian was there. Uh, we we chatted for a little bit. Oh, Brian went. Yeah, Brian. I we went. rolled up with uh, Thomas uh, Illick. Yep. In his Volvo. V8 Volvo. Nineteen seventy five Volvo. Did you drive it? Chevy V8. Oh. Uh, no, I didn't. Um, but yeah, I was gonna bring the Skylark up and. Uh, my, I think I mentioned last podcast, I wrapped on the starter with a hammer and it got it going and I thought that was going to be fine. Then the next morning I, uh, went to start it again and, um, it wouldn't start. So, uh, I got a new starter, not a lot of time to work on it. I had, uh, you know, I was hoping for like a two hour nap window on Saturday. Uh, and I, I, I ran down, I, I, uh, you know, jack the car up and everything. I had the baby monitor out there. And after an hour, I was, my hands were all super greasy and I hear some peeps, you know, some crying happening. So I like rush in and, did, you know, wash it up and everything. And I just basically pulled the starter. Uh, and that's as far as I got. Uh, and nap time was essentially over. So, uh, I lost, I lost my window, uh, didn't get it together, but driving the Skylark up back roads, <laughs> up to berkeley not a good plan anyways that would just be a slow going train oh god take all day yeah um but uh i had made plans already to uh meet up with thomas um and then uh john bullock and mark uh to do a little drive through the back roads up there and then john and mark peeled off they didn't they didn't actually go to oakland but um or berkeley but Thomas and I went, uh, so I was passenger Thomas's V8 Volvo for a little bit. And then, uh, John tossed me the keys to his 996 turbo. Nice. So Where I got at? to drive that, uh, in Pescadero. Oh, nice. Good spot. Yeah. So I got to drive the good roads up, uh, up and over. And that thing is amazing. Did he get new tires yet? Yeah. Okay, good. So he's got, uh, and basically Dude, from the coastal good. range rally. Yeah. yeah. Oh, because he toasted, roasted yeah. the rears, but then he had old front still, right? Oh, uh, yeah, he's got. Oh, well, I think so. He was able to use the uh, Coastal Range Rally prize for two tires. Oh, excellent. Nice. But I think they were the, matched all the way around, but they're Michelin Pilot Super Sports. Sweet. Um, so, yeah, freaking 996 Turbo Metzger, all wheel drive. Stock. Stock. All yeah. stock. 100%. All stock. Uh, what, like 40,000 miles? Something super low. Yeah. yeah. Black on black. So that's the car that Lane checked out. Yeah, I drove back. it around the during Luft. Yep. Yeah. And so I've I've never really liked the the uh, extra body cladding on the turbo. I've always liked the narrow uh, regular nine nine six better. And I've also uh, been while I love the Metzger motor, I was down on the all wheel drive thing, uh, and then uh, turbo whatever like the high horsepower stuff. I'm not as concerned about. But Metzger motor nine nine six rad is all you need. Uh, but I was worried about the other pieces. Don't have to worry about the all, all wheel drive piece. Like that puzzle works perfectly. Like all of those elements, that car is just amazing. So, you know, these were very tight roads, well paved, some bumpy sections. And it's um, like a combination of super capable, but then super engaging too, where you're not, you don't feel insulated from anything. Like everything is really direct, it handles bumps really well uh you know rough sections of road it's totally fine Pretty yet i don't feel insulated from the road yeah. at all and and the steering just like top notch uh the all-wheel drive system does not feel overpowering in any way yeah it's not like intrusive or anything it still feels you still have rear 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 it's bias apparently rear. it's very rear bias it's like 95 yeah. rear bias until so it has to transfer power to the front th there's one particular corner that you guys would all know if i showed you a picture of it uh really tight very good visibility um and so i stomped on it on the exit to pitch it out a little bit and totally hit the traction control oh, so dang. you know it, it that does something you but you can just off? switch it right off i it wasn't off at the time i mean john has he sent us videos on his way home from picking it up yeah. of him doing donuts and right it, so. yeah. yeah um 
but uh yeah he was he was telling me how with it off you know it, it you you can definitely pitch it out with a throttle and that's not a problem at all but i was i was really really impressed with the car a ton of fun and so uh i i got you know maybe like 20 30 minutes in it and it was all on great roads and you just get into this rhythm with that car so this is definitely not slow car fast this you know like you're like squeezing on the throttle then brake, 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 squeezing on the throttle, brake, 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 brake. Uh, and it's just this like rhythm you get into and the turbo like spools up really quickly. Uh, you do wait for it. So there's like a bit of that driving style. And, um, you know, I was never really like mashing it floored, like maybe a couple times momentarily, but, um, you know, plenty of power. You can do stuff to add more power pretty easily, but John's kind of like, you know, why why yeah, mess with yeah, it like, you sure. don't really need the extra 75 that you yeah can get it's with 420 whatever. crank stock uh <laughs> yeah. six speed manual How is that thing weigh like 3100 or something mm, probably 33 or 33? something but yeah when it's funny because i drove it literally around a uh what's that place called where you keep your hangar area mm-hmm. oh, at yeah. like up to 50 miles an hour you know yeah. like nothing just kind of see it if it dra- drove good and like steered and all that stuff but um, I remember being just that. I was, like, impressed by I, – I thought I remembered them having more, like, lag. And it had, like, good it's grunt. Smooth, off, it yeah. had very good grunt off the top. And I think it's because I drove a XC50 car, the last one I drove. And I drove it pretty fast. And that one had more lag. Hmm. And XC50 those have – Which have, X50 like – pack, right? X50 pack, I guess. Isn't X, Yeah, X50 pack, which they have a bigger turbo, I think. Hmm. And they're they're a lot laggier, hmm. and different tune nails. Yeah, yeah. This is a this is a very well composed package. Like everything fits perfectly, and it all, yeah, very so drivable. Only yeah, going up yeah. in value. Haven't driven a 996 turbo. It's That's an art car, don't you think? Oh, are you haven't driven one? No. I, I sounds like I'd be super. I, good. I could see yeah. you in that. I car, really yeah. like them now. Like I I'm still a little annoyed by the interior, but whatever. Like I think it's like Dude, at least you overlook that. It's just, not bad. It's not especially that, especially all black on black. Good leather. Or if That's you get key. like the leather. His is all leather. That one's all leather, Dad. That's yeah, nice. That's yeah. the key. That makes a big difference. I was definitely like trying to take note, like as I'm driving it, like how much does this interior affect me? And it's like it's totally good. I remember driving that car. I'm like, oh, the interior is actually pretty nice. Great yeah. gauges and stuff. Yeah. yeah. The layout yeah. and all that. Yeah. It's just like of the era, right? That's the thing. It's like in yeah. general, a lot of those cars were pretty and bad. Honestly, and- like I, you don't give a single thought to it. You have to really try to think about that. Yeah, you know, I would like do it, like it's not center, offensive. I would do like the console delete and get a nice wheel probably. Yeah. I, yeah. I think it. you'd really like that car. And yeah. I mean... Yeah, it's hard to think about what is most impressive. I mean, highly rated is just the the way it handled the bumps in the road. It's like you composed, know, it felt composed, but not too insulated. very stiff, but not yeah, but not but comfortable and like yeah. not isolated ripped. from the not, outside yeah. world. Which, yeah. It's like that's a, that's so a hard to thing do that to balance. Totally, that's what makes an expensive car like that mm-hmm. so good. Yeah, mm-hmm. and yeah, like I, it felt like you didn't really need to change anything. Like the brakes, I thought were really good. Some someone had mentioned maybe it was john that like the brakes aren't you know uh they aren't the best or whatever but everything felt really good to me yeah yeah Um, so i just i wanted to kind of go back to berkeley cars and coffee because we that we tie i wanted to tie that into another test drive yeah like a segue of some kind (laughs) another segue of some kind you can just actually go into the story (laughs) it works yeah uh so we went uh let's see we went to the event there was a lot of really cool shit there was that green bear van green beer briar briar van yeah i I saw that so Um, cool there's it looked like a good little showing yeah it was uh, yeah yeah r32 skyline i really like richard chen's truck i I, I oh yeah that thing looks around it's like a perfect 80s forerunner i didn't realize it was a bring a trailer purchase because i had seen that thing advertised yeah and uh um, yeah, and Dude, bought I, the sure. interior was rad. Super it's cool. The How red does the cloth interior with like the freaking you know I some patterns in it? Talk to Richard Chen more often because I want to know how does that Forerunner handle a V8? I mean, it's it only came with a four cylinder in that year. Yeah, I mean, it it seems it's not a super powerful motor. I mean, significantly more torque. Yeah, but, but it's heavier it, and it's it fit in there. It's so all aluminum, well. right? So I don't know how much heavier that twenty two REs or iron block. So I imagine. Yeah, maybe maybe it's surprisingly uh, not that much heavier. And it's but, a pickup, you know, the handling is. I yeah, it's great. Yeah, just, is that right? Yeah. So it has a it's a what year Forerunner is it? Like an eighty seven or something? Like that. And it has a V eight swap. Yeah, yeah the uh, from an LS four hundred. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that sounds like so a not that much power, like two fifty or something. Or yeah, two thirty. Like yeah. yeah, 
But yeah, huh. 22 hour, he's like 90. But it's so yeah. smooth too. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. rad. I mean, can you imagine, torque. especially for like off-road stuff, oh. like really torquey. Yeah, it's a, is it automatic? Yeah, automatic. Just cruising around. The other thing would drive so much better than oh, like yeah. 22 hour. is so slow. Yeah, it's and, a tractor. Yeah. 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 So that uh, also like he was showing me that they put in an, a cluster from like another, like some other Toyota of the era. And it's like all of the lights work and everything. Huh. And like, it's really well executed. Like you would not be able to notice. I mean, if he didn't point it out, you wouldn't have known. And like, uh, maybe. Uh, it's really well done. Um, yeah. And it's like, it's got like this super rad eighties. Like, I don't even know how to describe it. It's like a fluorescent green light. Mm. Like it's like, but that's the way it was, you know, whatever car it came from. Right. Really like really defined and bright. Um, so that was a pretty big standout. How about um, Joe's Opal Cadet? Joe's Opal Cadet, dude, is so insane. I mean, like, so I see why it's won so many awards, dude. It is like, it's fucking nuts. I mean, it's really, really nice. And he kind of laughed because I noticed that he had like a period map in one of the pockets and he had the original manual and all this stuff. And I'm like, dude, hell yeah, dude, details matter. That's why, like, you're winning these, these awards, you know? And like, uh, but yeah, he did mention, I remember when he was on our show that, uh, the, the trunk was gigantic and he popped it open and it's fucking huge, dude, for the car. Like the car is so small, but the trunk is like, I, I'm, I'm going to sound like I'm exaggerating, but it's like as deep as like a crown Vic, like, like top to bottom and depth from like all yeah. towards the back, but obviously not as wide. Um, the most amazing thing though, was that the gas tank sits off to one side in the rear right corner and it looks like a fucking suitcase. Huh. Like it's just like tucked up in there, like right there, no protection or anything. <laughs> um, I'll post a picture later about that, of that, but, um, yeah, really interesting little car. She said clean, like the fabric ordered. on the seats were like, or special order, yeah. like as a, so they weren't, it wasn't selling on the lot or yeah. something. And so they reupholstered it with some fabric from like a Cadillac or yep. something weird. It's really, it's and like, it totally almost? stands out. It's, I mean, almost it's almost like, like Tom's caddy, like that kind of fabric. Okay, I saw yeah, that. exactly. Yeah. It looks yeah. like a, a, a chair at a fancy bar in Las Vegas or right. something. Did yeah. you sit in the car? No. It's really, it's very spacious for the size too, because it's a little box, you know? So like in super flat little dash and everything and cute little motor in yeah. there. Oh, I didn't see the motor. Oh, you didn't see the hood pop? No. Very cool under yeah. the hood. But it's... it is kind of like a squeeze, like a squeezed uh, Chevy Nova, like they squished it from the sides, mm. and then it's it's like a taller. Is that a? It's a GM four cylinder, or what's in it? I don't know. I or don't, I didn't even see like an Opal yeah. GM. It's so tiny. Uh, I don't know. Hmm. We probably talked about it, but I, I could see I that really, thing having recall. some like weird V four or something. But <laughs> I no, like it's, a it's a little inline. Inline. It liter. could be even like a three or something. It's, yeah, it's yeah. tiny. My favorite is Brian saying, "We probably talked about it, but I don't know." I know. Like <laughs> I can't remember four days ago. <laughs> I'm just being honest. <laughs> Two days ago. No, details, I mean bro. the specific detail of the motor. Yeah. I, it's a tiny motor. I don't yeah, remember right, the details. Right, right. Wham. Yeah, a lot of alphas. So there was like a really rad Super Julia. Did you see that the one, the green one with the yeah. yellow front end? Yeah. Apparently that's a local car and it's been around for a bit. Um, I'm trying to think of anything. Else. Uh, is it Andy, the guy who brings his uh, yeah. four thousand? He yeah. was there. And the MR two. And the, he two, didn't bring his MR two dots and five tens. You posted yeah. a bicycle for some reason. That was yeah, Brian, I did. Yeah. It's a pretty cool bicycle <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. Uh, if you were nerding out on the tires and shit, uh, like the Maxis. Tires. I mean, yeah. you know, I the, as parallels to car, it's like a it's a street lightweight street frame with big knobby dirt tires and mustache handlebars that are ergonomically like kind of cruiser. It's like a, a nice little mix, like one bike solution, right? Yeah, I get it. Warren, <laughs> Warren, hates not, I life. just didn't understand. I hate life. <laughs> you hate everything. Yeah. Nine sixty five, that nine eleven. Uh, yeah, yeah that one's been there like before. Fucking mint, black mm. on black, dude, super nice car. So nice. No one got my fucking bad boys reference. Did you no, see everyone did. No, dude, people were talking about like, oh, well, I can fix that. Or Forrest like, said that. But like but someone but like I, I was. Of course, people get like, that, dude. Yeah, people like, get it. I was expecting like a, a throw in the next line, or you know, like well, like I can't even my fingers like i dropped my french fryer or something right. what's like, the next line dude i didn't i, I expected a little like this a, is like a cock and yeah. we're just the what, two what balls just I dragging it along i said, he not, said a not a cup single cup holder. not a single cup holder in this, um, this piece. there was that 2002 with the trailer and the bmw yeah, motorcycle he shows up a lot. Oh, i've seen him a lot at the um he goes to all the 2002 yeah. stuff yeah there was a super nice defender or whatever the the land rover early land rover oh, series yeah, yeah. two or whatever yeah. i don't know yeah, it was like all rallied out or safari or whatever the hell the. <laughs> no, yeah, you can't safari. use safari. You safari Land Rover. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, you're right. Safari everything. Uh, uh, let's see what else. Shout out to Ugo who showed up. He's like 
his he had a kid. He's like two months old or something. But who still made it to Cars and, and Coffee? And he hooked to up hang donuts out. again. Is yeah. Oh yeah, he brought his uh Mexican stuff. No, he brought like donuts. Yeah. Just regular. Oh, regular yeah, just donuts. Classic okay. donuts. I was I was expecting some pan dulce. Yeah. Is, and I like that he also pronounces it that way. Dude, Thank the you, fucking bro. donuts that Ali brought to Radwood. Really good. <laughs> they were good, but they were the greasiest. Oh, I know. I held the box and my hand had this grease on it, but I didn't eat them because I was so busy. I yeah. just like threw them down. Dude, I, I was very one. happy that they were there though because I, I hadn't eaten shit. I had, I had like, some yeah. of the bum bum bundusas or whatever that Hugo oh, brought. Oh, nice. There you go. Hugo um, put them next bandusa. to, uh, he put them in Warren's van and I ate them yeah. there. Dope. They great. And um, oh, I went to um, After Cars and Coffee the other week. I forgot to bring this up, but I went to Joe's. Uh, Sabrina, Joe's retreat, wife, Joe house. De Podista, his wife Sabrina, their family has a house in um, in Boulder Creek, and it's like a it's a vacation house. So they were just there for the weekend. They have like a really nice pool, and it's like a really cool house with like a game room and in the over the uh, the garage over this workshop, mm-hmm. and then it has a separate garage, and their um their car that always sits there. That's what they use when they come. Their car that always sits there, they use when they come there. It's very interesting. It's a um, Warner like this. <laughs> Burgundy. Uh, Jeep Liberty. Wow. With wood paneling. Ooh. And chrome front bash bar with the chrome like turn signal covers like Land Rovers have, but chrome. You know, like, like land, like, oh, uh, like Range brush, Rovers, like a brush, yeah. like the brush guards, yeah, oh, like, but total chromed out. So it's like the worst case scenario. It's like it's like it's straight up. It's like PT Very Cruiser, PT ta- Cruiser, yeah. yeah, category. But PT Cruiser at least has something. Go, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. That, and I think it might have You're like such a the, car guy. I'm, I'm a little disappointed. It might have like the smoker. Yeah. It might right. have the smoker things over the. It has all the add-ons. All the stuff. All the stuff. Yeah, I'm Josh a little keys. disappointed. I would have expected more. I mean, it's not his. It's, no, I know, it's but his he, wife's, can, he can influence um, parents. He can influence. That's yeah. what your job is as a driving while awesome. But you guys missed out. Swimming pool is pretty rad. I yeah, I'll have to check out I was I was out of town. So uh, real quick about uh, wrapping Fridge up cars full and of coffee. Beers. Um, so there were you know, some good BMWs. There was an E28 M5, all that. And then Ali brought his uh, E46 M3 and let Brian drive it. So nice. as I had mentioned, you know, we're like sitting there. It's like you have the freeway or you have like these big wide roads with 90 degree turns. Yeah, and really nothing city. to play with. So like I told Brian, I'm like, all right, like. Well, yeah. So basically like let's so Ali's, Ali's mentioned it to me before. Like you got to drive this thing. And I'm, I'm like, you know, it'll be in a scenario where it's just city streets. And I'm like, I, there's nothing I'm going to do with this car on city streets. Like I got to drive it on a track or back road or something. And so I said the same thing. I was like, what, what am I going to do around, you know, Berkeley? And he's like, it's going to be like the last time. And, all, and so I was like, all right, give me the keys. And so I took it and Art just jumped in as I was leaving. Um, and yeah, it's like, you know, this super stiff track car, basically, like you can't really get a feel for it anywhere. So Art leads us uh, up into the back roads of, of uh, Berkeley Hills. Some good roads up there. Yeah, they're kind of gnarly. Yeah, they're good. They're good roads, but that's where we. It's like, like the this Riviera. Is, this is not the right car. For <laughs> right, it's like the Riviera in Santa Barbara. They're, they're they're good roads, but they're too tight. They're actually not good. They're really poorly paved. They're very like, bumpy. very oh, very okay. bumpy. Okay. They're very good. So and add on top of that, very hard to get to, and bicyclists everywhere, and a lot of traffic just in general. A lot of people go to the hills for the parks and the views yeah, and all that drivers. stuff. Yeah, and yeah. so it's like. There's basically it's it's a little bit frustrating because there's really no good sections. Uh, I, I mean, there there that. were there were some good turns, but bit, it's yeah. like, you know, you're always behind a car or whatever. Um, but yeah. it was definitely, you know, way better than just driving it around the block. Yeah, uh, where we were, like it was good to get some sort of feel for it. Everything Ollie was saying on the podcast is true. Like he when he's talking about uh, tuning it for Sonoma totally see that it feels exactly tuned for a track where all the pavement's great uh but on these streets it was pretty brutally stiff yeah like 
I don't know. You came out from a couple cars that were crazy stiff too. So I don't know how it compared oh, no. to. I think I said it while we were driving. Like this is as bad as the Elise. Like that's what yeah, I felt. Which is like, pretty we're crazy. just getting jostled around everywhere. Yeah. And it's like it in the car is like struggling, wanting for grip. And like it, you, it's, it was not a good experience. I mean, and hmm. admittedly those roads were a little extra bumpy, you know, like a stock suspension, maybe even that 996 turbo would have been like kind of shitty for those roads. But um, we just saw squiggly lines and went for the closest ones. But but yeah, that I mean, I, I don't wouldn't, know. I wouldn't go that far saying it wasn't a good experience. Like, you know, in the moment when you weren't going over the bad sections, like you could definitely get a feel for what this car could do. Yeah. Like one, like both Art and I agreed that it, we thought it sounded great. It sounds awesome. Like yeah, that I, motor I rips. I did not think it sounds The good induction at all. sounds so good. Yeah. And it's like, you know, revving way, way high. Like all of the stuff above four just sounds yeah, really like a, good. And someone threw a bunch of bolts really in there. Responsive. Pure motorsport. I mean, I have heard bad uh, E46 M3s, and this one just doesn't doesn't sound bad to me. Um, the steering is crazy direct, like really good feeling. The brakes are crazy powerful. Oh yeah, the the brakes like you breathe on them. And brakes the, are insane. The, the, the car. The initial bite is gnarly. Yeah, it's hard and to so get used to. We did. It is hard to get. You just have to be so soft. And we did get a little bit, you know, a little bit of heat in them as we were going, and so you could start to feel on a track. It would be amazing. Like you just, you feel that, right? Um, I, one thing he did is he lowered the driver's seat, which I don't like at all because I could like, bear, you know, my eyes are like at the top of the, the instrument cluster. So like, I like to see the hood and, you know, out, out on the road. And I, I just felt too low in this, this car. And it also like was weird ergonomically for, you know, just put my hands on the steering wheel. Um, so I wouldn't make that modification. You adjust but, the wheel down. Um, no, it didn't. It, I don't think it went down. I think I tried. Uh, I drove a couple cars, so it's a little hard to remember exactly. But don't ask, Lane. <laughs> come on, it was two days ago. This guy doesn't know. So I mean, I'm curious to get your guy <laughs> Warren. So I mean, I drove three different cars, and you know, <laughs> on the wheel, some adjust, some don't. Yeah. Feedback. Right, you're giving so, me a hard time. Two days Warren. ago, I'm just having fun with you. Compared, so you went from the 996 Turbo on twisty mountain roads, yeah. which are not as bumpy, I imagine. Well, uh, I mean, yeah, similar. Yeah, I guess different kind. Of, yeah, were you, there, so there were bumpy roads. Pescadero, but was, did you go straight east, or did you go up? up I don't know. Over. If we're not trying to say names, I don't it doesn't know. matter. Okay, I just want to know, roads, like, if you yeah. went, like, because those roads are really th those can be bumpy versus 84, right? Which is really fast and smooth. So, yeah. So you were in the really tight twist. I had it on 84 also. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, so you got a good mix of both. Yeah. Uh, um, but yeah, I mean, way different feel. You know, like the, the 996 over the same roads would have felt fine, I bet. I mean, it, you know, there were some dramatic bumps, but uh, I mean, it, the 996 in no way is like a full-on track car. No, it was like a stock Ali, setup. Ali's car is like full-on track car. Yeah, um, totally. And, you know, even the alignment settings and everything, it's like, it, it's it's super aggressive. I mean, that's what the good steering in, you know, the turn, the turn in. in and everything, it's like all track. Yeah. Uh, but what do you think in general, though? Like, I, I personally, I've, I've driven those cars and I do like them. They're very capable, actually. Don't I personally like, believe, but the one thing that I've, I always get annoyed by is that they feel really big. I they feel yeah. so heavy. Yeah, I agree. Big. I agree. And so I actually got uh, Ali and I for a while, like when he was getting that car, when he found it, um, we were going back and forth with text a lot. And I was super hot on 996s at the time, you know, and just looking at all the engine stuff. But, you know, thinking, can that be like a commuter car and all that? And so, uh, you know, it was the point where I was like saying how, you know, if he gets a M E46 M3, you know, I'm going to beat him all, all day in the 996 just because it's like a smaller car and 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 more uh, it, it's a real sports car um and uh so it was funny to be able to drive the 996 right back to back with his m3 and it is a world of difference the m3 i mean part of it could be that you know me sitting lower and you just get the higher sills and everything and the visibility is not as good but um it just feels bigger all around and uh so you know it's all it, it's kind of a, a weird combination of all these like direct inputs but then it is a big car around you and um you know i i don't know they they are very different uh if if the 996 had a super reliable motor that you could hammer on you know or similar at least to the m3 then i would i would pick that all day for for modifying well and you were driving a turbo which is like the heaviest like of the yeah. bunch like so Softest if you drive also, a like yeah yeah exactly yeah, yeah. 
So I would imagine, yeah. I mean, that my impression driving like all these cars and other E46s, even normal E46s, they just always feel big and heavy to me. Like really big. They do have that sensation. Yeah. The heavy part, yeah, I mean, on like on a track, it would be an, a super fun car to drive. Yeah. And the, the, the size of the cars isn't as big of a concern as, no, it, as it's it feels not. like on the back roads. Yeah. Where sure. I think it does. Yeah. That is a big factor. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I think there, yeah, there's, it's definitely more suited for like high, fast, fast, smooth, sweepy stuff, right? Yeah. Like then, um, I don't know. I, I do like the car. It looks great. I think it's, is it everything you're saying? I think it's, it's, it has its place, but like I imagine I'd be really frustrated driving it on a lot of the stuff that we do over here. Well, yeah, and I mean, I think that uh, Ali doesn't have uh, terrible roads around his house either. Like the the driving that he would do, yeah, freeway driving. Actually, it could be pretty brutal on the freeway, but um, you know, in his neighborhood and then where he works, like it's nothing like the Berkeley Hills, yeah, uh, or the, even just the, the the surface streets in in Berkeley, you right. know, and all the train tracks. Yeah, but if you want to blast up Page Mill or something, oh man, that could, would be brutal. Oh, Page Mill. <laughs> some section some sections would be really fun. Yeah. But then, yeah, there's like the, I'm thinking of, of a few little jumps there at the top. Yeah. Yeah. But very controllable, very connected car, right? Like, I mean, yeah. it's definitely yeah. easy to drive fast yeah. and everything. Um, and then I drove another one too on the way home. Oh. Uh, John Jesse, Bad Rabbit Habits, uh, the Blue Rabbit. Oh, oh nice. <laughs> so I, I've driven it before uh, at Radwood um, at Sonoma. Uh, it was raining out and it was basically just straight roads. Uh, so I, and, and he had some weird thing going on with a tune, but, uh, I got to drive it up on skyline and highway nine actually. So it was a really good indication of, you know, I, it was actually up 84 and then down skyline and nine, uh, well, he came all the way down there. Yeah. Yeah. Did he he just bars? wanted to have fun doing, doing yeah. back roads. Did he have um, bars yet? He had the, he had one of them on. Oh, okay. Yeah. Though. Yeah. Cause the last just time I drove it was really, and, uh, it also had no throttle response, like, Oh, right, because really it was like up. dead uh, right off the bat. So yeah. it was like hard to like modulate the like throttle. Well, it's hard to modulate that throttle. Yeah, no tipping. There was no tipping. It was yeah. like, it's gnarly. I mean, driving with a turbo like that is a whole different event, right? It's like wild, right? It's probably, yeah. it's way scarier than like 996 Turbo or Ali's <laughs> car. Yeah, it's it's way more extreme than the 996 Turbo. Yeah. At least it's front wheel drive. Have yeah. That, you have yeah. that going for you, so you're not going to like... I was really surprised how well that thing handled though. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was like, so one thing talking about steering boxes, uh, you're talking about the GTV, uh, you turn and it like, you know, you have to like go hand over hand. So much input. Totally true with the Mark one as well. Like I was really surprised at how slow that steering is Mm -hmm. and how much, how many, how many times you had to shuffle that wheel because everything else in the car is really tight, Mm -hmm. but you know, that car sits super low. It looks fully stanced out. Uh, you know, just sitting in the parking lot. And so I was expecting that it, you know, I had driven it on uh, straight roads previously, so I had no experience going around to turn. I was expecting it to like bottom out and all that stuff, but it never did. It didn't bottom out the whole time. It felt really good actually around the turns, but it's, it's funky to me. I would never do a turbo like that. Um, I mean, I get it, the whole power thing, but you know, that car for me screams like little, uh, naturally aspirated motor that you're ringing out and it's very, you know, consistent, more linear. Yeah. More linear. Um, but I mean, the cool thing about a turbo is you can totally tune it to whatever you want to your preference. So you could turn down the boost like crazy and, you know, just add just enough horsepower or something probably but um I, that car's really tight i was totally impressed overall i would try to change out the steering immediately if possible um and i, I just it didn't feel familiar to me at all he said that the uh the gtis are the same rack too hmm. which is totally surprising yeah hmm. yeah i remember driving it maybe i said the same thing i forget i thought it was a little slow maybe but it felt way better than his truck. Mm-hmm. I remember his truck was like real. It felt even slower, maybe. Yeah, yeah. But that's that's a pretty cool little car and yeah. fun to. It's fun to, uh, you know. And I was riding with Thomas for a lot, and we were just like, 
nonstop for it's like for five hours you're just talking about like two car solutions and everyone's got their own like things that they're thinking about and uh, all their history and so it's like you know talking with thomas about all his crazy ideas about subaru powered baja bugs and uh and then um, oh dude, that's a dangerous person for brian to be i know it brian is. and it thomas is. like <laughs> yeah two retards is just like bouncing shit off each with. other yeah it's good stuff. You're brilliant. No, you're brilliant. <laughs> I mean, well, we have to like switch these roles where we're talking each other down, right? Yeah. It's probably healthy. Yeah. Um, and then I'm I'm hanging with John and he's talking about the differences between like his GTO and his 996. Mm-hmm. And then uh I'm talking you know, the other John, and we're talking about like his he's got so much crazy VW history and everything. So I'm like, we're talking about like Mark V stuff, and he knows like all the details and yeah, and then you know, uh, Mark One stuff, but it you know, good yeah good crowd the the whole berkeley cars and coffee scene that he's got going, alex has going right now is awesome yeah for sure that was your first time right yeah thanks did you talk with anyone about the skylark any potential buyers no that would have been weird if i was just walking around like hey i got a skylark the car's not even there yeah dude that's the way you roll man Wearing no. a T-shirt with a car on. <laughs> oh, a sign. That's what yeah, you do. Yeah, at big straight up meets. sign. Yeah. Have you ever seen that? Like, no. Walk around with the sign. Oh, like or I have like, bumpers for. Or something? like looking for a Desoto distributor or something. Weird. Actually, I That's I would awesome. if I if I would have if you would have said that comment before, I probably would have done that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, dude, I can totally see that. Like a little full sandwich, like board. a lanyard kind of thing. Yeah. Or, yeah, yeah. Or like on the back, you know, like a just a, just yeah, a piece of cardboard or something. Just on your. Yeah, yeah. We um, I guess before we move uh. Art brought a 911, 997 DFI GTS over tonight. A DFI. Wait, what's DFI? It's a direct fuel injection motor. Yeah. But so all GTSs are. But it's yeah. like a, what, 2010? 11. 11? Yeah. Uh, and we got to drive that. It's pretty fun. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. very familiar from yeah. German 911s, 996s, and later. Yeah. Basically, they all feel pretty about the same. A lot of car. A lot of car. That feels like it, it seems like that would feel big too. In the same way that the E46 M3 does. Yeah, definitely. definitely. Not as doesn't much. feel that big. A little big. bit, but not as much. Same thing. No, um, it's way smaller feeling than like is a, it? Than like an E46? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, just they're big cars though. Yeah. Big car. But it's just like the way that it tapers where the doors are. Like yeah. the hips are wide in the back, but like... You know, yeah, the, I mean, 997 is not that big. 991's got big. 991's are big. Yeah. yeah. So I want but 997 is not that big. It's like same chassis as the 996. Yeah. I mean, same exact. It's the same mm-hmm. chassis. Yeah, this one is wider though. So the GTS has wider front and rear track, so it's got the basically a like a C4S turbo or, or turbo body on it. Yeah. But it's rear wheel drive. It's got a p- big power bump. It's got like uh, 408 horsepower, and all sorts of little bits and pieces. So it's basically it's slotted right under the GT3. Mm-hmm. So you get the Alcantara interior and like. You know, uh, center lock wheels, the center lock wheels, uh, what things else? so tame. Oh. It's like so manageable. Just like cruising you're, around. Yeah. You're it's just... dude. It's so, it's like insanely easy to drive fast. Like you're, you're, I mean, you, you're moving at a quick clip and you're just kind of cruising and then you look down and you're like, holy crap. Like, you know, it, it's, it's kind of, it's not detached, but it's like, it's just so easy, you know, it's like definitely the, not slow car fast. No, no, <laughs> yeah. Opposite. Uh, it's not super fast, like by modern standards. Yeah, it doesn't feel super can, fast, but you can carry a tremendous amount of speed because, you know, it's a really good chassis and you have a yeah. lot of it's grip. so balanced that it almost that it doesn't feel f- as fast as it is, too. I think, mm. yeah, like everything's, you know, the brakes, the handling, everything's up to like yeah. around the same level right. or it doesn't. It Very doesn't composed. feel like it always feels composed. Yeah. Yeah. Even uh, though. Yeah. So it does have these cars do have like stiffer suspension from the factory to the GTS is. What year is it? It's a 2011. Yeah. Yeah. And so the this one does have the sports uh, sports suspension on top of that. So you can, uh, you know, you can adjust it, does. it you know, on the on yeah. the fly. Yeah. And um, noticeable say, difference. Noticeable difference. Uh, it's not it's it's just sharp. I don't know how to describe it. It's like when you turn it off it's very noticeable like really kind of takes the edge off like it feels like it dampens nicer and Mm -hmm. smoother and when you put it on like it's not unsettling but it's just sharper you know but it's not like uncomfortable because the seats are still comfortable and everything's still comfortable and you're not like bouncing around it's just you feel like those little cracks in the road as a a, you know like that's good yeah that's what you want it's like in a crazy time (laughs) it is crazy and you think when you you know not being like privy like not driven tons of stuff like that with all the adaptive dampers or adjustable it's a little bit like yeah right it's like sport is like 
you know how different is it really but but it actually makes it's it really no I mean, the same thing with the too. c63 amg it was uh-huh. like it was oh, you know you would do it and that. it's like these are real changes yeah yeah. yeah yeah and you open the baffles and stuff on the exhaust, the exhaust and all yeah. this stuff Pretty, really noticeable yeah. yeah yeah so that's one thing yeah you have that sport exhaust you can do all that um sport um the sport mode in general for the throttle mapping is is massively different like the throttle inputs change yeah. so much uh i like to yeah i like to drive it with all that shit on uh, but I did turn it, I turned off the sport suspension for a section road up here in the mountains. Cause it felt better. Like it felt like the car flowed better, you know, and everything. Mm-hmm. So, um, I don't know. Uh, I, it was actually like, um, very, a lot more fun than I anticipated. Like I thought, okay, like modern nine eleven. Mm-hmm. like it's definitely super familiar, but I was thinking it was going to be a lot softer than it is. Like the GTS definitely feels like sportier than a standard car, you know, like a lot, a lot more than, than a standard car. So mm-hmm. I don't know. It's, it's really rad. It's, it, they look killer too. I think the nine nine seven really does great with, with, or looks really good with the wide body. Um, it really complements the, the look, you know, cause otherwise it looks a little too kind of flat and slap slap sided. And yeah, the the wide body looks really good on the I mean is a good look for the nine nine seven I'd say, uh, uh yeah. Should we mention that? Or so? What's up? Should we mention that uh, there's a really good friend of ours that might be picking it up? Yeah. It's <laughs> friend of ours. Text, we went texts are coming in yeah. as we're talking about it on the podcast. Well, they came in earlier, but I just showed art now. But yeah, we brought it to our friend's house, who's been on the rally and. We've been friends with him. Brian and I have been friends with him since... Well, know, he's like original DWA. 20-something years ago. Yeah, yeah. Original DWA guy. Uh, raced with us in Lemons and uh, brought it by his house, and he's super stoked on it. So so, uh, so our friend, had, he had actually called me like three weeks ago, maybe a month ago, and we had this long conversation on the phone on whether or not <laughs> he should get a GTS or a GT3, and he was siding with a GTS because he wanted a little bit newer and he wanted um you know he's not going to race it and he's not going to go to the track did you consider pushing him to a 996 he wants turbo or gt3 uh he was talking about turbo but he really wants the 997 look he wants like the headlights yeah and all that stuff and, and the better interior and stuff yeah so i think that's where he was at and he was looking at a black on black on tan gts which he didn't want tan too but he was into it because I had low miles. It was in Chicago, and we were talking about driving it back here together. Wow. And uh, so this is exactly the car, but a better interior. So you and just, a lot closer. Yeah. So on the same day that by serendipity, we get a free sandwich for Art. That's right. You guys yeah. drive by his house yeah. with exactly the car he wants, and yeah. it happens to be for sale. That yep. he's been looking for nationwide. It's so yep. weird, right? In the colors he yeah. wants. And the other one was like in Tennessee day. he's been looking at. Unbelievable. Yeah. And this car is pretty fresh, like 21,000 miles, I think. Jeez, I didn't know that. Yeah, I guess it would be. I mean, it's not a daily driver, right? It's, yeah, but that's pretty low. Could Hard be. to find. Yeah, like people that, people drive Porsches a lot. Yeah. You know? yeah. I mean, low. you see them a lot. They have high miles. Totally. That's low miles. I think I'll go so. another 75,000 miles. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, that's rad. I hope it works out. Yeah, for sure. Sounds like it might. That was a fidget spinner. Yep. Ali made that fidget spinner. Yeah, it's not finished though. I know. He really blew it. Gosh, dang it. You guys ready for some trivia? Yeah. Do you guys know what a Rolls Royce Silver Ghost is? Yes. What is it? Uh it's very bare bones car from I want to say the teens, maybe yeah. early twenties. Mm-hmm. Uh and they were silver looking <laughs> yeah. oh that's like the the oh yeah yeah, yeah. like yeah. the first badass rolls yeah, royce totally yeah Basically. that's they like for pebble 20, beach lawn yeah brass era made it for 20 years and it was just the the nicest car in the world for all mm-hmm. 20 of those years pretty much um how many lubrication points oh. did the silver ghost come equipped with? It's gotta be a lot. Which, according to the manual, were supposed to be attended to every week. Oh my. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> you definitely have a guy for that. Oh fuck yeah. Do a couple, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, wait. You got a guy that drives the thing, and then you have a guy at the back of the garage that maintains it. At least one. I'm curious though, like what did like a standard like horse drawn carriage like what what was in what, what did you have to do for maintenance? I'm sure you had to grease the yeah, feed the horse. I haven't, I haven't been working on many of those lately. <laughs> feed the horse. I wonder if you poop, have to do bring, like bring the poop poop guy. <laughs> the think, are they like open wheel bearings and stuff? Probably. I honestly don't know. Everything is creaky. 
Yeah. But I mean, it's just it's a like, car. You, you, heart, just you start like, adding it up and it's like, oh, maybe like five per I'm gonna say wheel like, side, you know, but I'm gonna then, say then you're really thinking it's got to be like over a hundred. But it's also the nicest car they made. I'm going to say 68. Hmm. I'm going to say 101. Feels a little high, but 50. Brian wins 99. Holy wow. 99. They picked that number every week. I know. I said, I said, I felt a little high. Where the hell yeah. was so all the, all every off. linkage, all the steering, every bushing, every what door bushings? back then. The, there was... You know, I'm using bushings, <laughs> every door hinge. Um, yeah. All of it. Chains. Uh, I don't know <laughs> all the, the things off in this, the transmission. Uh, all that, right? all Which, can I things. say that I love lubrication points? <laughs> it says the Phantom was one of the first cars to be fitted with a centralized lubrication system, whereby all important points could be lubricated from one point. The that Phantom. sounds messy. Huh. Yeah. Whoa. So it just like you so has lines everywhere. <laughs> yeah, that sounds terrible. Probably. Yeah. It, it has like lines. a reservoir. And then you have, you have oil all over the ground everywhere. Well, of course. Yeah. Come on. That's, uh, there's definitely a huge distinction. Like some joints have those lubrication points, uh, yeah. on cars and some just Zerk, don't. Zerk fittings. Yeah. And I think it's really awesome when you have them and you can just like, you know, if your sway bar, you just don't let your sway bar bushings dry up, you know, mm-hmm. you, you don't have to replace them. Right. Right. You just go in and grease them. Go to get in right? there. Yeah. That's what the and I think the it's old probably lube, a really effective way to do it. Lube but, oil and filter LOF yeah. referred to yeah. lubricating the chassis. And know. it's it it's it's probably it might even still be better as long as you keep up with the maintenance and people just don't want to be doing maintenance exactly. nowadays. So we deal with these things that wear out and then you replace are kind them. Of costly to replace. Yeah, you don't want it's an interval of like a hundred thousand miles. It's so. the difference of getting your hands dirty, yeah, or not. Right. Yeah. Having those maintenance schedules that are basically Three thousand miles, yeah. Every three thousand miles, you're doing a lube, oil, and filter. I think the Corvette's got some lube points. Oh, it's been lubed, <laughs> or not, or not. That, oh, can you imagine how dry everything is out in the desert? How many lube points on the interior? <laughs> <laughs> there was another driver seat. Another thing I saw about uh, early Rolls Royces, they were uh, they used. Uh, stillborn calves for the leather, so it was a perfect leather grain. Where was this? Are you serious? Yeah. Where was this? Rolls Royce. Earbolts. So currently. No, no, no. Old, um, old yeah. timey. I have heard of that though. Like they're even some of the modern stuff. Like, well, I know that they use they use cattle from regions that don't use barbed wire. Yeah, exactly. Like Japan not, and stuff, and Norway and something yeah. like that, but not. Uh, ve- yeah, no, I'm veal. talking leather products. Like, uh, oh. so our. Um, so I know someone in the industry, I'm not going to mention him by name because people are going to go after him and splash him with blood, but uh, <laughs> like he's, his family's in the leather business. And so apparently they've used that product for Connelly. salts tannery yeah. for certain, uh, you know, high end leather bands, you know, or leather watch bands like okay. Rolex and shit like that. Uh-huh. But they're supposed to be the softest leather around, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's fucked up. <laughs> and that's a podcast. Later. Great way to end things. Yeah, see ya. Bye. Bye. Exactly. Uh, real quick, today I drove uh, Art's 500 SCC just around the block, basically, and made eye contact with his mentor. Whoa. But I can't really say I made eye contact because he's wearing some like uh, <laughs> welding goggle <laughs> nice. uh, Morpheus. Hell yeah. Uh, Were they red tinted too? I, uh, I couldn't look long enough. Too long. Was he staring at you? A bit. <laughs>